Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I'm a Knicks fan anyway. Care about the Golden State Warriors. They are a dynasty. They've done an amazing job. But um, all I'm seeing is Steve Carr all over television today. It is on, and, and Steph Curry praising his head coach for how he spoke about this tragedy last night. I think he comes off as the biggest jerk off douchebag in the history of mankind. Unlike our next guest, who's one of the greatest people God ever created for the better part of four decades, distinguished himself as one of the greatest politicians, and we mean this man, Bernie, in the history of New York. That's how great he was. Now he's a dear friend of both of ours and also uh, works at the station. He's one of our colleagues at WABC, and we're thrilled to have him this time every Wednesday morning, the esteemed Peter King. Peter, welcome back, pal. How are you? Said I'm doing great. It's good to hear Bernie back. It is, uh, it is great to have Bernie back. He's been back all week, and he sounds great. He's doing great, and he is on this right. show today, so he'll be joining us here momentarily. But let's get to the matter uh, at hand. Uh, I've had a defeatist attitude all morning long. I know you listen in that I really don't believe, no matter how strict you make the gun laws, no matter how Steve Kerr yells or Joe Biden yells, I don't believe at the end of the day you can stop evil from doing evil. And, and my fear is is that the moral fabric of this country has been so completely eroded that we're seeing more and more of this. I'd like to hear less about guns and what the hell is going on with our kids that they want to go out there and commit these mass murders almost on a bi-weekly basis. Is that uh, me being uh, uh, too cynical, or, or maybe you agree? Uh, no, I, I agree partly, but not fully. First of all, you're right, though. I mean, you go back 25, 30 years ago, this never happened. I mean, with all the Troubles uh, you know you may have had in society with the polio epidemics, with the depression, with the Vietnam War, and everything—you never heard of these type of massacres. Uh, certainly in schools, and then I guess uh, going back to 1997, 98, over the last 25 years, we've seen these. Now, there's obviously something is wrong with the psyche of the country. Something is wrong with uh, young kids. Whether it's broken homes, whether it's social media, whether it's video games, whether it's just a breakdown in respect for law and order. All that's a factor, but where I disagree with you is, no, we can't stop all gun crimes, but if we can stop some, that'll be a step forward. That's why I agree with what Bo Deedle said, for instance, on, if you want to call them assault weapons or the, uh, the heavy-duty, large-capacity weapons, if, find a way to restrict them. Or oh, you, but you're not, you're, wait, wait, I, I, well, you're not disagreeing. I just said that. I said if you want to outlaw the magazines and the assault rifles, right. you're not dis- I agree with you. What I'm saying is I don't think inevitably that's going to stop evil from committing evil, but I agree with you. If you want stricter gun laws and, and ban magazines and assault rifles, go for it. I'm not against that. No, but I'm saying it, we should do it because it'll stop at least some. If we can just stop one of these massacres, that's going to be 10, 15, 20 families that are going to be... Uh, you know, not sad, and they're not going to have their lives destroyed. But no, there's no magic answer to this at all. And that's why I find it, you know, some of the real hypocrisy here is hearing some of these liberal Democrats going uh, overboard, yelling and screaming how terrible this is, and it is, but saying something must be done. And yet there have been more kids killed in New York over the last year 
mainly African-American kids, innocent African-American minority kids are being killed in the streets of New York, and these politicians are silent about it. If anything, they want to put more restrictions on cops. I mean, today, in the midst of all of this, all the crime we see in New York and Chicago and Philadelphia and San Francisco, President Biden is going to sign an executive order or a declaration which is going to put more restrictions on cops. It's an anti-cop resolution he's signing in honor of George Floyd. So, I mean, that's, that is sort of the upside-down logic going on in this country and some of the real hypocrisy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Congressman Peter King on the Bernie and Sid Show. Uh, for example, uh, the strictest gun laws exist in the most liberal states like New York, California, and as you pointed out, Illinois, Chicago. And uh, yet the Buffalo Massacre, this, this animal, this mentally disturbed 18-year-old, he went out and bought a gun legally. And this is the strictest, one of the strictest states, again, with gun laws here in, uh, in the Union. Now, how would how how is that possible that he was able to do that in Letitia James's, Kathy Hochul's, uh, Andrea Stewart Cousins, Carl Heastie's New York? How does that happen if we have the strictest gun laws? I mean, uh, I mean, can you tell me that? Can you answer me that, Congressman King? No, and that that puts the red flag laws we have here in New York. No, to me, that is one case that certainly should have been stopped, and uh, to me, it shows a lack of enforcement. Somebody who was uh, you know asleep at the switch on that, but also part of it is I believe we do need gun laws in New York. One of the reasons that we still have the crime is, listen, there's always going to be illegal guns. Here's where I agree with Sid. There are always going to be guns there. But when you had, since Giuliani became mayor, there were two million illegal guns in New York City, yet they brought down murders dramatically. You have to give the cops the power to enforce it. Somebody has to know if they have an illegal gun and they're walking down the street with it and the cop stops, questions, and frisks him, he's going to go to jail. It's going to be automatic jail time. But now, when the fact is cops are not allowed to stop anyone, search anyone, I mean, the standards are so high, or the, the criteria are so high, guys are walking around with guns knowing that, okay, it's illegal to have the gun, but I, I'm not going to get caught anyway. So you have to have both. You have to have the law, and you have to have enforcement. And right now, where the hands of the cops have been tied uh, is really, that to me is the main cause of the upsurge in gun violence. And I just wish, for instance, uh, Senator Murray from, uh, from Connecticut, I wish he'd get up in the House floor every time some young kid was killed in a city by a gangster, by a criminal, by a career criminal. I mean, this guy on Sunday who shot the guy in the Q train going over the Manhattan Bridge. This guy, what, 19 charges against him over the years, including attempted murder, and he was out on $1 bail for uh, having a stolen my, uh, motorcycle. This guy is walking the streets with all these, you know, with a rap sheet this long, and he ends up killing some poor innocent guy on, on the Q train going to brunch in Lower Manhattan. So you have to have, to me, it is important to have laws, but you have to let the cops do their job. And that's the main reason, at least in the Northeast and in the major cities, why there's the upsurge in crime. As far as Texas, again, I was telling uh, Sid, I do agree with Bo Deedle. There should be restrictions on the, uh, going to call them the assault weapons, the AR-15s. To me, uh, in society today, it's really the, you know, it, it is a second, they can't claim it's a Second Amendment right. That's, that's debatable. Uh, people want them for, for target shooting as a hobby. That's a positive. On the other hand, the fact that a young kid, 18-year-old kid, can buy one of these, uh, and apparently he bought it legally, from what I can tell, and uh, it, it, it's too much of a death weapon. But listen, that's something I can sit down and hopefully negotiate on that, where they can work it out, where it won't be totally restrictive, but it will protect more people. But Sid, in answer to your question, no, there's always going to be gun crimes. There's always going to be violence, and we can cut into it a bit and reduce it somewhat. At least some families 
we'll be able to you know, sleep peacefully at night. No, I, listen, I could live with that. And uh, like I said, I'm certainly all for stricter gun laws. If, if you're right, Peter, it's going to limit some of that. I'm all for it. Uh, my fear is it really won't. But, but who knows? Listen, you're a much smarter guy than I am. You're not just funny and, and, uh, and lovable, but you're very smart. But we are uh, mm-hmm. in complete disagreement, you and me and Bernie. Me and Bernie are on the same side. You're not with the money going to Ukraine. And uh, Mr. Pollock, Andrew Pollock, who's, whose daughter was murdered down in the Parkland, Florida he's shooting. He's a great guy. I've met him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He was yelling and screaming on TV uh, last night, hey, there's $40 billion we just sent to the Ukraine. We could have taken that money and maybe built some uh, better security systems for our schools, maybe hired more cops. And forgetting about whether he's right about that or not, but it does go back to the point that me and Bernie keep arguing with you about. $40 billion to the Ukraine. We've got major issues in this country, including Texas. Pete, you can talk to your blue in the face. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's not just me saying this. I mean, you guys, people like Ted Cruz spoke on the floor of the Senate how important this $40 billion was. War heroes like Dan Crenshaw and the House of Representatives strongly supported this. Tom Cotton, who was a, a, a platoon commander in Afghanistan, one of the leading conservatives in the Senate, strongly supported the $40 billion. And it's not money going to Ukraine per se. It's basically a line of credit that the Defense Department has that they will be able to send weapons. I'd say probably three-quarters of the money is involved with weapons, and this gives the uh, Defense Department the right to send the weapons as they're needed. So it's not cash going to Ukraine. There is money that's going to go some to translators, some to rebuilding, but most of that money is for weapons which will be controlled by the U.S. It's not cash going. And also, keep in mind that these weapons that are going to Ukraine are manufactured here in the U.S., so that's money going to companies here in the United States and workers hired by them. But I'm for it because this is essential to the security of the United States. I don't want us in another world war because of Russia and China moving against us. Look at countries like Sweden and Finland. They've been non-aligned forever. They refused to join NATO, never wanted to. Now they're, they're begging to get into NATO because they realize what a threat Russia is, not just by itself, but also in collusion with China, which is moving everywhere in the world and has signed agreements with Russia. Well, it's, uh, in my opinion, it's a misplaced fear. Russia has already lost. Their army is a paper tiger. And I would point out, Congressman King, in, in rebuttal to your, uh, even, even a war hero says $40 billion is good. War heroes like John McCain and Colin Powell pushed the idea of WMDs in Iraq in the Iraq War, well, the and it turned out that they were wrong. I, I, so they're, they're fallible. They're fallible. No, no, no. Let's go on. Okay, take Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, one of the most arch conservatives. Tom Cotton, arch conservative. They've looked at this. They studied it. They believe it's absolutely essential to save American lives, to protect American security. That Ukraine defeat Russia in Ukraine. That that be stopped. Uh, that. Uh, you can't allow Russia to do this unimpeded. If they do, within a year or so, even let's just say there's an agreement tomorrow and Russia keeps part of Ukraine. A year from now, countries like uh, in Europe, like Germany, will see that Russia was not penalized for this, was not punished, and they're going to start putting economic pressure on Germany. And if Russia then, say, two years from now, goes into Latvia, are we going to defend Latvia, Estonia, Lithuania, parts of Poland? You have to stop them now. And China is moving aggressively around the world. This is all... It's not just one simple thing of Russia and Ukraine. It's a worldwide effort. That is a great conversation, Peter. You're so great with us every Wednesday morning. We really look forward to having you on. We love you as a person, but you're also so well-informed and so smart. We appreciate uh, the disagreement that that we we can have amongst friends. That's right. We appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And Sid, by the way, I will uh, buy you a drink next week down at Bell Harbor, that fundraiser. Yes. That we're going to on uh, June 2nd for uh, my cousin who's not a cousin. <laughs> it's funny. I talk to a lot of folks in the community, and they're really excited to have you there. This gentleman, Paul King, running for Congress, Bernie in Bell Harbor. Peter is not related. Got the same last name. And uh, there's a big event at the Bell Harbor Yacht Club, which Mike Sullivan caters the food for. Peter's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to it. Bell Harbor's looking forward to having you, Peter. And thanks again. Magnificent job today. And uh, keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're great Americans. You too. The great Peter King here on Bernie and Sid, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Just got a text of Bernie, too, from Tim McCarthy, our dear friend who used to run ESPN Radio when they were a powerhouse here in New York, at least uh, most of the day outside of Michael Kay. And he said on this... And by the way, program director of WABC at one point. Yes, that's right. And he said on this very difficult day, very difficult day, I can't say enough about the job you and Bernie have done with this story and the and the uh, dialogue that you've created and the way you've covered this story. So thank you, Tim McCarthy. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and uh, wrap things up. The fourth and final hour of Bernie and Sid, including Beat Bernie, comes your way after Deb with the news. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 